0: egg, sausage, cheese, muffins, and, and some granola bars, and maybe a bagel or a muffin or a cheese danish, or, and a coffee and a tea or something like that, and then we eat the food, and then we get on the road and come back. home. Well, I wish I could tell you the amount of money that we spent, but I'll just say bands.
1: Welcome to so the Any Last Words pod. My name is Keon, a.k.a. Almighty the DJ. And I am Earl
0: Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. And you better believe there is God. In each and every one of you. Today, Keon and I, episode 97, 97. I believe, was popping, Man, nah. We haven't I, seen each other since Christmas. We have not talked yeah. about our Christmas yeah. holiday yeah. week. Yeah,
1: yeah, so yeah. So I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of that going on. Um, or at least we got yeah. a quick run through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, Christmas was great. Uh, you know, I never have any complaints about Christmas um, but one thing I did something. Oh, different. Oh, that's going to be a difference between you and I. But really? continue, yep, I already
0: knew I was going to come into this sounding ungrateful, so I'm going to have to preface some things. Okay. To, make, to, to make to try to
1: exonerate myself. Um, <laughs> um, I did something different this Christmas, though. Normally, you know, I'm house to house to house to house. I do a lot right. of. I normally do a lot of driving and stuff like that on Christmas. Uh, but this year, I decided to just kind of stay around the way. I did not come out here to Manassas at all right. on Christmas, and normally I do. But uh, this time, I was like. You know what? I'm a chill. I'm a chill. Um, and I just told myself, like, you know, yeah, you kind of see it as a tradition, but you don't, man, you don't have to do all that. Like it's Christmas Day, just relax, man. Just like you know, enjoy your, enjoy your spiked coffee, right? And just chill, man. Yeah. So um, you know, obviously opened up uh, presents uh, with my lady uh, Christmas morning. Um, she enjoyed all her items. I enjoyed all my items. Um, and then you know we had our spiked coffees had a nice breakfast together and then we went on um, went over to her parents house um so i you know i didn't leave, i did go somewhere but i didn't leave the state of maryland but we went over to her parents crib and uh her mom made boy they some marylanders crap yes uh a seafood feast as well as a seafood gumbo okay we had seafood at the hooks residence really
0: but we went out to get it where you go uh yeah if you're in the i guess Manassas area and surrounding areas, great place to go is what? What the fuck is that called? It's some like uh fancy or clever play on words, like more fish in the sea, or or something like that. Or uh, it may where's it at? It may, I feel it like it I've seen be it before. There. I don't know. I never go. I never make the run to go get it. Oh y'all went. Okay, y'all didn't go.
1: Oh well, they probably oh, were closed. Yeah. Well, no, I guess they were open. They were open till were, 10 o'clock
0: Christmas night. They were like, we're gonna get this money. I don't know what the rest of y'all out here interesting. doing. Interesting. We okay. We're gonna get after it. Interesting. Yeah, but it, it was something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made a um, so they steamed like crawfish, uh, blue crab, mm-hmm. um, and uh shrimp. Mm-hmm. And then they also had like a gumbo that also had crawfish, shrimp, you know, anaduli sausage, all the fixings that gumbos need to have. Mm-hmm. But um, it was great. And and peep this though. So I, it was really, it was, you know, kind of warm on Christmas. It was like the 60s. Yes, it was. So I told myself, I was like, Keon, you haven't been fishing in a while. We're going to go fishing today. Oh, uh, Christmas uh, fishing. Day. Yeah, Christmas fishing. How you know funny. what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Because we're going to get into, I mean, for a split second, I'm not knowledgeable on this, but there is going to be a dash of global warming. Talk later. All Hilarious. Right.
1: But yeah, Christmas fishing. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I, I told myself, I was like, you know, you're going to go over there. You're going to chill for a little bit, and we're going to try to hit a fishing spot real quick. I got a new rod that oh. I've never used before, um, a new 65-pound um, test braided line that I've never used before. Oh, were these Christmas items? No, I've had oh. them. I just haven't had an opportunity to use them because I just haven't been fishing. Um, a little bit because it's been cooler, and a little bit just because I just, I don't know, I guess I've been a little lazy. Because, um, I mean, nothing's really stopping me. But I just, I don't know, I just haven't gotten out there. But I told myself I was going to go today. So, I look up um, this spot that I like to go to that's close to uh, her her parents' house. It's called Piscataway. Yeah, you've talked to me about it before. On the website, it says they're open 365 days of the year. Uh huh. Okay. I went up there and that gate was closed. Oh. Did so, you, did you long you story jump short. The gate? No, I didn't jump the oh, gate. Oh, I didn't know. Well, see, and what's, what's interesting is there were cars down there by the gate. Looks like some people did jump the gate. Right. But I didn't feel like carrying all my shit. Okay. By, because it was a bit of a walk from the gate to the water yes. like it's not that close okay and it's I, not that serious to you yeah either. it's not it wasn't that serious Um, and I mean I could have maybe driven into DC to go fishing but I just didn't want to be I didn't want to do a whole bunch of driving like I didn't want to drive into DC to find a fishing spot this and was I, supposed to be something that was just going to be easy yeah, and fun and yeah, you didn't want to yeah. turn it into a mission yeah exactly I didn't want to do all that so I was like you know what I, I'm i just going to go back to the parents grid make myself a drink and watch some football and okay. eat some gumbo and that's exactly what you did. Yes, that's exactly what I did.
0: Are there any items that, that stood out or that you would like to talk about? Any gifts? Any gifts? gifts? Um, Anything you felt like you really needed or oh, is going yeah. to change the way that you orient
1: yourself in the world? Um, I got this. Okay. Uh, that I'm wearing, this Washington football team apparel, because uh, we were talking about this before the pod. I, all, the apparel, all the stuff I have is Washington bleep. <laughs> Washington believe <laughs> hey, You're not gonna get this podcast canceled, damn it. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm talking about if you're a football fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, or yes. if you're maybe Native American or you're, you're just Oh, geez
0: if, Louise, Yo, just stop. I, just no, I what from what, from the what? Well, you know what's funny. I could have oh, used the I word, well, but you, I said Native American. You're right. So you weren't actually here for that. And that's not even why I was saying just to stop. What? But I was talking to JP about it. Uh, we were I, I used the word indigenous. Oh, okay. right. At the at the house. And my dad was like, good thing you use that word. I was just listening to some podcast or radio show where this guy was breaking it down. And how technically speaking, if you wanted it to be offensive as well, Native American could be that really because native to the land. Sure. Indigenous means the same thing. Sure. American. Uh okay. It wasn't America till you decided to come over here with the buckles on your shoes and call it that. So now you call them Native Americans. I get what you're saying. So, I get what you're so saying. So it's like, okay, here we go. Saying. Now we got to chop that off too. So you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's, I get what you're yeah, it's just it's how. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about it. Whatever. I'm, I'm not saying anything is yeah. definitive. Yeah, but
1: it's something I guess to think about. I understand. I understand. Right, right, right. Um. So yeah, I needed to upgrade my gear and get some Washington football team gear. So she got me some of that. Um, what else did I get? <laughs> Honestly, I needed clothes. I don't shop that often. Yeah. Um, I really needed some new clothes. So she hooked me up with, um, she got me like a bunch of jeans. Um, she got me like a bunch of crew neck sweaters. She actually got me the sweats that I'm wearing right now. Mm. Um, and Comfy? Yeah. They're a little wide because you know, she got them in an XL. I'm more of a large, but um, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, they, they, they're definitely comfortable. Um, if and you get older, everything's, it's, it's more so about comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It really is looking for comfort. Um, I've really learned that through the pandemic. Like I, I, <laughs> like I, if it's not comfortable, you know, what's it, what am I doing in it? Yeah. I, like, yeah. I, I'm just always in comfort stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, why athleisure has boomed the way it has yeah. in the past few I years. I bet. I bet. It's like, Oh, you
0: can look cool and be comfortable at the same time. Well, right. I opt
1: to do that. Right. Yeah. Um I also got a nice pair of Air Max 97s that she bought me. Um and what else? I can't really think of anything else. Uh you know, my mom got me a bunch of household stuff, uh you know, some new washcloth sets and yeah. uh a candle warmer, the one of the joints you sit the little wax things. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, so, you know, stuff like that. Um I got her um a she's a big Star Wars fan i got her a stormtrooper yes. replica helmet right um that changes your voice to sound like a stormtrooper right. when you when you uh talk into it like when you put it on i wonder how often she's going to put that on her head and- i don't know but <laughs> it'll i don't know i i think it'll eventually just be more so for show memorabilia yeah memorabilia um so i got that i got her a pair of nike's that she was really interested in um called the space hippies um look it up if you want to really cool looking pair of shoes they kind of remind me, not exactly like, but you know those shoes that you like that Duty has that have like the Oh yeah. yeah, the, yeah it looks yeah, like yeah. the moon or whatever. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it's, smoke. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the bottoms of them, I don't not exactly the same, but kind of the same. Okay. You know, whatever. You can you can take your time and look at it if you want to. Yeah. Um, and I got her a gift card. Um, she really likes Funko Pop, so I got her a um a Hermoyne Funko Pop from Harry Potter. A Funko Pop. Yeah, the little figurines with the big heads. Oh, okay, that's what they. Okay, yeah. they're not called bobbleheads anymore. Well, the heads don't bobble on these. Oh, they're, just they're just like big. little figurines. Oh, okay, yeah, with okay. just large heads gotcha. and like deep black shark eyes. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, and uh, I I think I got her one more thing, but I can't think of it right now.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a good yeah. Christmas. There were yeah, a lot was of great. gifts around. I think our gift giving ceremony lasted like an hour and a half. Wow, it was a lot. I mean, you know, there are eight of us. And it's just like one person gets a gift at one point in time or at, at a time. And everyone has to open it and sort of showcase it like, oh, I got this. And it was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. It was holding it up like Simba. Yeah, exactly. And then c- <laughs> because you want to make sure that you, you, I guess, are being grateful and giving honor to the person that got it for you. So you you got to have, you know, it's sort of like when you would get letters or or cards as a kid, Mm -hmm. and you just tried to open that shit up to see if there was money inside of it, Mm -hmm. and if there wasn't, you just had to do your best to just be like, oh, it's still great. I love it. (laughs) It's the the same thing. You just want to open the gift and be like,
2: oh, my God, this is
0: amazing. I can't wait to use it. Although, Almost everyone's gift was really
1: like that. Like everyone was like, Well, Yo, yeah, because it's perfect. It's a secret Santa. So I mean you yeah, they and, tell you what they want.
0: Right. And then also people were just getting people stuff that weren't weren't on oh, it. Okay. Like there was a lot of that going on. Okay. Those those Uggs that I have, I didn't right. fucking ask for those Uggs. <laughs> that peacoat, I did. A lot of the candles that I got, I did ask for candles. This air fryer.
1: Ooh, oh, you didn't even oh. check out the air fryer. Oh no, yet. I didn't. But yes. I
0: see, oh, this nigga got the dual baskets. Dual baskets. <laughs> Let's with, go. With what they call like smart cooking or oh, match yeah. cooking. So I can I can fry two things at the same time. And if they take different times to cook, one won't start until it's supposed to. So they can be ready at the same time. Have you used it yet? you damn right. What'd you make? As soon as I got back to the house, threw some wings in there. Did they come out the way you wanted them to? Exactly wow. how I wanted them to. Exactly how I'm
1: extremely happy for you.
0: I had saved a batch of these garlic parmesan ones that me and the lovely lady had made and had that in the fridge. And as soon as I brought the air fryer home, I threw that straight in there. And it was probably because you know they were already baked, Mm -hmm. so probably you know, 400 degrees is the default 12 minutes. I think we threw them in there for Mm -hmm.
1: crunch, nice. Crunch. I'm very crunchy
0: happy for but juicy on the inside. That's all I'm asking for. And it was perfect. I can't, I can't wait. I'm gonna be throwing stuff in there all, all day long. So between that, hats, gloves. Oh, I got some hats. Coat. too. yeah, so I can be nice and warm and ready to go. Hats uh, that I cannot wear right now because of my
2: hair. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mads, uh mad socks, a okay. lot of like cabin and lodge socks, comfort, warmth. I'm about it. Slippers with it, you know, my initials embroidered in them, like all nice. this comfort stuff. Yeah, I was I was a, I was a happy camper. I was, nice. I, was, I was I was happy with all those things. Now I was happy with all these things. Okay. It's a deep I'm ass also, sigh. I'm also It's a deep ass sigh. <laughs> I'm also happy and grateful. For the fact that everyone in my family is alive and breathing and that we all come together and we share smiles and we share food and we share gifts.
1: Let me say something real quick. Go for it. When you say that, it's funny because like I was just about to say, oh, well, that goes without saying. But should it? It doesn't have to go without saying. We yeah. can say those. Things. We can say those things. <laughs>
0: Especially when you're going to say the things that I'm going to say afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because there is, I, I do like to, I love contrast. I do like to play with opposing ideas. You could call them juxtapositions, mm. right? I do like these things. I do like when things are not mutually exclusive. They can coexist. They can live in the same world as one another, Mm -hmm. meaning I can be grateful for the things that one might do for me because I can acknowledge that it's maybe their way of showing love and and gratitude. And it's their way of trying to bond and, and, you know, house a family Mm -hmm. and encourage togetherment. Mm -hmm. through the ages, Mm -hmm. that's great. What can also be done at the same time is me
3: question
0: how prudent this sort of action is and how, I guess I should say, effective these ways truly are in achieving that objective okay. or said objectives that's something that i feel like can also be done i think that that's a reasonable thing to be able to do i get it if you come in here and you think that giving me a high five in and, and and giving me a pair of socks every day is 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 your way of saying i love you and that is the best way you know how to bond. I'm going to acknowledge that and say that's what you know how to do and that and that's that's you trying i I also can question if there are better ways of doing that thing okay right okay so where 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 to start oh yeah, and another actually another point to that is we on the last episode that you and I recorded. We talked about a friend of mine and how there were just these guys in her past that have constantly tried to buy her out. It's just like, we're not having too much conversation. I'm not learning too much about you deeply, for sure. But I'm, but I'm every time you go out somewhere, I'm making sure it's the uber black. You know what I mean? It's the uber black to and from. Every time. The Cadillacs. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't got to ride with nobody the else. The Lincolns
1: with the tents. Yeah. Je- <laughs>
0: Right, just you. <laughs> how that make you feel? Make you feel exclusive, right? Make you feel high and mighty. Don't nobody know who's in here. Ooh, ooh. that's it's cool, a, it's right? A driver
1: has some champagne ready,
0: right? So, and then whatever little gifts that he's getting her, whatever, and she's like, "I acknowledge what you're doing. Like that's cool. Like, but I value other things, and that's not being acknowledged. Mm-hmm. So." I'm acknowledging your way of loving and of giving, but you're not acknowledging mine. And I feel like that is unfair here. And therefore, that bonding that you think is happening is not truly taking place. We'll get into a little bit of that more later, too, Mm -hmm. because I've come up with. I've carved up a new idea, like a new theory in communications, and it clicked in my mind. And I was like, oh, shit, this is something I might want to say. This might help people. Cliffhanger. So. We go out to an extremely, when I say we, the family and I, the whole family, mom, dad, brother, sister, aunts, grandma, everybody, go out to an extremely
3: fancy hotel. Extremely beautiful.
0: Lights, decorations, immaculate. Was this in Manassas? No, this was in Baltimore. Okay. So and it was out in BMO. yes, out there with the wire <laughs> but far
3: from the <laughs> wire uh, and we were there to well that's the question really and I hope yeah,
0: anyone, I'm wondering if anyone, anyone like, hears this like, from the family I just I really hope that I, I'm doing a good job at what I'm trying to do here, okay, but that's the best I can do so we go to this place, and it's again it's it's. It's grandiose, it's grander in in every fashion, Mm -hmm. right? It's large, it's shiny, it's clean. There are all sorts of people there. It's great. Everything's really expensive, including the rooms. Eight of us, there are four rooms. I'm not going to tell you the price that had to be spent for these rooms, but let me tell you, that goes into a lot of my thinking. Okay. We get to this place. Going to the rooms, you know, everyone's unpacking, doing what it is you do. Maybe you shower and you're getting fresh, whatever. This is really interesting. Like, this, I it. just. You didn't know people do this?
1: I mean, not on Christmas Day.
0: Not Christmas Day. Oh. So, maybe day. So, what was Christmas? What, what it was what, Christmas was on Saturday. Yeah. Two days after. Monday. Monday. Okay. So, this was after Christmas, okay, okay, right? Okay. Okay. And they're going to have, like, some big light show at this place. But it's, like, a whole weekend. Like, people, people do go out, you know. I I guess, you know, working in the uh, hospitality business for as long as I have, I didn't know when I first worked in there that so many people go out and travel for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I I always grew up in a home, Mm -hmm. right? And you wake up and you run downstairs to the tree or whatever. But there are plenty of people that spend their time in hotels and resorts Mm -hmm. for Christmas time.
1: Okay. Like, I kind of get that. I've always kind of wanted to, like, spend Christmas in New York. You know, real real cliche. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of just get the feeling, but not something I would want to do every year, though. Right.
0: Yeah. Some people just have money and maybe they don't they don't like cooking. They don't like hosting. You know, it could be it could be a variety of reasons as to why people don't do that. They they just got money. And like, we're just going to go to a baller ass place and spend this money. And on top of that, there are a bunch of other people. That are going to do it. Other people are doing it. Therefore, there's some value there. Right. Right. So you go to this place and there's just just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people walking around this place. Once we get done freshening up and all that, we all meet downstairs. It's hungry. It's like lunchtime. We go grab some slices of pizza and some chicken tenders that are like in the food court at this place.
3: We're sitting there. We're doing that. And after that. One person, grandma, she goes upstairs to the room.
0: because She don't want to be moving around doing much stuff. She's about to be 92. So she could just go up to the room. She's chilling. Tied. One of the other aunts, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do the same. So she went upstairs. She took a nap. The rest of us, we're walking around. There's, there's a Build-A-Bear workshop in there. And nobody fitting the We ain't building no bears today. Right. There's a, There's a, a huge shop where you can... Buy a bunch of trinkets, globes, decorations, ornaments, just small little things. I, you know, magnets, shit, I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck about. So we just just walk through. Nobody's buying anything. We're just walking through, looking at it. We leave there. This is, I'll show you the video of this too. There's some small ice bumper cars. That sounds fun. It sounds great, right? Mm. It's not really. (laughs) Small little rink. Bumper cars, you know, are pretty large with the fucking, I don't know, air tube that goes around it. Yeah. So, and they're not going fast. You're you bumping into people at two miles per hour with yeah. that, you know what I mean? It's like, ah.
2: yeah. It
0: looks kind of wild to me. <laughs> and there was also a line in which you had to wait 45 minutes to do it. Oh, hell no. And it was cold on Monday. Oh, hell no. And. Definitely not. Working. And you get about two and a half minutes to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now we're sitting here and, and we're doing this thing and the reason behind it is well listen anyway, oh y'all waited I didn't Oh, I didn't I walked away <laughs> I went inside and I, and I came back out when they were at the front of the line and I just took a video of them doing it for the two minutes okay that's how I know how long it is because, because the video is about two minutes and 39 seconds long right. <laughs> right so I know how long it was right and I know how long it, it took them to get there 45 minutes in the cold they, they had to pay to do it too so the tickets were already purchased oh, by okay. the person that did this oh, okay. so the thing is this it's it's the gratefulness right and you say listen they already purchased the ticket. we we got to we got to we got to do it guys we we got to we got to we got to make the most of it like, we got to go over there we got to get on the fucking things okay i know nobody like listen just go up, just get, get in the fucking line okay we're going to go over here we're going to get in the thing oh man like, just stop just don't make a thing about it oh man And so now we're sitting in this line that we don't want to stand in,
3: or more so they are,
0: to -hmm. go do this thing that's mildly fun for two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And then we go out for dinner afterwards. And we go out to this place. It's kind of nice. It's whatever. Food's decent. And it's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money, but the food
0: was decent? Yes. Mm. And then we eat the food. We leave. And then by the end of the night, there's a little light show. So we come to the room that Julian and I were occupying because we had the best view of this light show that took place in the center of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of cool lights and, you know, smoke machines and stuff going off. And that's probably about a good eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And then everyone goes to their respective rooms and goes to sleep. And we wake up the next morning and we go downstairs and we get like some cold egg, sausage, cheese, muffins. In in some granola bars and maybe a bagel or a muffin or a cheese Danish or in a coffee and a tea or something like that. And then we eat the food and then we get on the road and come back home. Mm -hmm. I I wish I could tell you the amount of money that we spent, but I'll just say bands bands. (laughs) If you know what it means, you know what it means. It was bands. Gotcha. And there were these moments and I, I, You know, it's so difficult for me. Ikeon, I don't think that you understand. I don't think that people understand, but I got to do it anyway because it's me being honest. I I just, I I can't help but be honest. It's just the way that I chose to live. Mm -hmm. It's so difficult for me to come on this podcast and say some of the things I do, honestly, because I know that someone's going to interpret it as being pretentious or just high flown or just snobbery. I just know it. So I I try my best to walk us through these things,
3: Mm -hmm. right? You must, you must. I have these moments they're very surreal in which I'm looking out at the world
0: and the show Black Mirror Mm -hmm. that talks about futuristic things in the way that human beings are interacting with the world and themselves I have Bear with me. The reverse lens of that Mm. when I'm looking at the world sometimes. Let me elaborate. Okay. It means that sometimes I'm looking at people and it feels like I'm looking
3: in the past. Elaborate a little bit more. I got you. I came (laughs) prepared for this. Sometimes
0: I feel Maybe this would be a better way to put it. Maybe I'll have a little bit of of empathy here. You know how certain people have come out in our day and age and say that they feel like they were born in the wrong body. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Or the wrong era. In the wrong. Okay. And they and they want a transition so that they can feel in a better place. They can feel more comfortable. The era that you just said. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I'm ahead of my time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes I'm looking at what past humans like we're doing Mm -hmm. the same way we're looking at black mirror and thinking like, oh, man, look at the way that we that they're projecting or envisioning how we will conduct ourselves in the future. Sometimes I feel like I'm looking through a lens and thinking. Man, look at what human beings used to do. Mm-hmm. Look at how we used to act. Look at how we used to conduct and behave with one another. Like it sometimes I'm looking and it looks sort of archaic or, or a bit primitive to me sometimes. Gotcha. And again, I don't mean this to be condescending. I just this is how I feel. Sometimes I just feel slightly no one's gonna listen to this podcast anymore. No Slightly more evolved. <laughs> and in in that and that is not to shit on anyone because I also know that I haven't been in this state forever, and that evolution and, and realizations and revelations and epiphanies happen as they do. Right? And that people grow at different times. Sometimes people just peak early, and that and that's just gonna be it for them. I understand this, and that's not, and I don't even put it on myself like like who I am and the way I see things is just solely my doing. Mm-hmm. I think there's many factors that go outside of what the fuck I'm doing. I right. think I help it along for sure, but I think there are millions of other things that came together to make this happen for me, so it's not even like i'm I'm you know puffing up my chest and peacocking like that's not what it is. I'm just trying my very best to with as best precision of speech as I can muster tell you what I
1: experienced. Well, let me ask you this. As far as you feeling more evolved, this obviously, you obviously felt this way about the whole experience in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Yes. But when you look through that lens and we're not even specifying your family, but you obviously your family was there. But when you're looking through that lens and you're seeing your family, you're seeing all these other people. What about what they were doing? seemed primitive or... Well,
0: okay, I'm so glad... Okay, I'm glad you asked that
1: because that was because, the reason... Because, because one might listen to
0: what you said and say, oh, that, that sounds like a great time. I'm so glad that you asked these questions. So let me clear this up. That's why I tried to walk us through because I'm talking about the amount of money that was spent for what objective? If you ask me, I, I would think that people all the hundreds or the thousands of people that were there along with my family would say something along the lines of you, you spend time around people and that, that solidifies the, the relationship that nurtures the relationship amongst people. We're spending time around each other. And so therefore we are becoming a stronger unit. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, Family time is supposed to sort of be about. I think that's what most people would say. That makes sense. Why do you get together? What, what is togetherness about for you? Well, it's about us being a unit and celebrating that together. Mm-hmm. Gifts and all that aside, it's about us being a unit and celebrating being a unit and trying to, if you can, so, you know, making that a more solid entity. Do you feel like that wasn't achieved? No. Okay. I, I don't because I, I, I'm looking at these things and and I have gotten as I've talked about on this podcast
1: a lot a much better understanding and relationship with truth do you think you could have possibly had the will or wherewithal to say I don't want to go was that too much I think I think that's too much too much
0: okay I think that's too <laughs> much because be, and the thing is is because understanding only comes from from conversation, and these are exactly this goes in exactly what I'm saying. Thank you for asking that too, mm. because these are the exact types of conversations that are not going to take place <laughs> in in the the group setting of yeah. the entire family, especially over the holidays. Mm. Now you just come across as an ungrateful little bitch. Yes, <laughs> right, like yes, that. You do. Like that is not something you do. That's but what I'm it's, saying. But it's
1: the way you feel. Well, I know, I'm not saying that was the way you felt, but if you I don't know if that's what you felt, but I'm saying though, you you do come across across as an ungrateful little bitch. But if it's the way you feel, then <laughs> um, then what? You just say fuck it. it it's it's it's, 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 it's it, fuck it for the for for the for the greater good of 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 my family not giving and, me shit. Yo,
3: I think sometimes it's okay
0: to allow people to live in whatever little reality they would like to create for themselves. Okay. I think sometimes if like that's the wave and everyone is on board saying that this is cool and we're going to smile together and do this thing. I don't want to be the person that comes and wrecks this shit and says, guys, you know, ain't nothing really going on. All right. (laughs) You know, we just came down here. to. I just paid like, Eleven dollars for the slices for this little personal pizza. Like we all sitting around here, like and there's no there's no meaningful conversation taking place. Oh, right? I
1: know that. Oh, I know that. Like there's like
0: we're <laughs> just like people are just saying random words about random things. Like there's nothing. No one's speaking about anything that they truly care about. Mm-hmm. We're just here doing the things. I call it a nominal bonding. Nominal meaning by name only.
1: This reminds me just, of uh, the dinner. The dinner, dinner, RJ.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's my thing. I'm still on that wave. I've mm-hmm. just gotten better at interacting with people. <laughs> so so so, I, so let's, let's take this a, a bit further. I'm, I'm hoping, because I, I have a couple things. Let's take this a bit
1: further. Hold on. Go up. for it. Did you have fun? Any fun? Is, the, is it something that you took yeah, away from the weekend the yes, that you enjoy.
0: Yes. Everything that's going to be spoken about and is being spoken about on this podcast right now. Okay. So, so, And you know what? I'm so glad you said that, Keon. You have no idea how all these questions you're asking me are going to come up in the end of this. Okay. Like, I'm well, so these are glad. questions that I have. Like, no, because, is, uh... because I make sure it doesn't matter. And this will come back up later, but I don't care what situation I'm in and I don't care what anyone else is doing. I have a job in one of the components of my job and we'll get into the other components. One of the components of my job is to make sure I come away with something. Okay. I'm not going into anything ever at any point in time in my life, no matter who is there in coming away with nothing. That ain't me. I'm coming away with a newer understanding of something. Something to think about. So, like, something's coming with me.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you've seen this because you're not really on social media, but there's a Denzel Washington meme where he's like, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me think of that. <laughs> he's, like, you know, he's like, him and Jamie Foxx. Sitting on a couch. Oh yeah,
0: the Jamie Foxx interview yeah. that he did. I did yeah. that. That was
1: hilarious. He's no. like, I'm leaving here with something.
0: No, that was a hilarious <laughs> interview. That's a really good if you haven't seen it, you should go seen watch it. That. But
1: I but that part became like a little gift. Oh, online. I didn't know.
0: I'm leaving here with something. Yeah, no, nah, that's really funny. He was just talking about it like having a bunch of nice stuff around or whatever. Yeah, no, that that was hilarious. <laughs> Denzel's a really cool dude. Yeah. Like, he's that's... just like fun. He seemed like he'd be fun to be around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. If he's not playing one of these characters. Like if he's not playing the dude from training day. Like if he's just like <laughs> Being himself, he seems like real friendly and, yeah. and funny too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anywho, real quick, Denzel or Will Smith, I don't know that we have to do this. What are you but asking me? Which one you picking? You need a role. For, Where, oh, for, for a role? For a role. You picking. You the director. I mean, what's the role about? Ah, so you, okay, so what's the role about? Yeah, I'm not just going to pick blindly. I need to know what the role is. Well, some people would say that Will Smith just on, just off the cuff, can cover a wider variety of film than Denzel can. Would you like me to tell you why? Because I can just start naming some. Okay, let's let's do Shark Tale. Right? Let's do Hancock. Mm -hmm. Let's do any of his comedies. Okay. Right? And then we get into his dramas like Seven Pounds or I Am Legend. So Flight, or I'm sorry, that was Denzel. Yeah. But either way, you see, he kind of encompasses a whole lot of things. Denzel, he, you, you're you not going to a Denzel movie for funny. No, nah. You're not going, if you like that, whatever it was, Good Cop, or whatever he did with Mark Wahlberg whenever. Oh, running, running, hell no. See? See? Look, that's the way you already feel about it. I didn't watch the movie, so no. I don't know. I can't really speak on that. But I know that, oh, Denzel in a funny movie? Like, that's not. Like, that doesn't pique my interest, yeah. necessarily.
1: Yeah.
0: But if you see him in, like, a deep drama, you're like, well, I got I got to go. Yeah, I'm sure got, it's, got, it's probably going to be good. I got to go. I haven't seen Fences. I haven't seen Fences either, but, but I heard it was I heard that the play was much better. Really? Because plays just be better. Mm-hmm. You know, like, going to a concert is made way better than listening to an album on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, so I just you know that's just the way that it is plus you get these small things in a play that you, you can't
1: get well yeah like i wouldn't i going to a ballet is much better than watching I was, it on tv exactly i like, was just gonna
0: yeah it's just <laughs> in person yeah it's just what it is
3: <clears throat> back to the story
0: so that night when everybody went to their respective rooms and went to sleep my brother and i decided we we're gonna watch a movie okay there aren't a bunch of spoilers, so I'm not going to... Once I say this name, you don't have to just run to the... You, you don't just have to skip this part, this segment of the, the pod. I'm mostly going to say things that you can just read in the description and then just like a couple other things. Don't look up with Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Jennifer Lawrence. Ariana Grande is in there. Sorry. Ariana Grande is in there. Kid Cuddy's in there. Tyler Perry's in there. Meryl Streep's in there a lot of big names, mad people. You look at something like that, like a cast list, and just think: there's no way that everyone is getting their quota. (laughs) There's no way, like, first of all, with like with like a Leo and a Meryl, y'all capped out a long time ago. Like y'all can't afford nobody else. Right? Y'all damn near can't afford nobody to even shit put light and cameras on these things. Right? You know what I mean? So, um, automatically to me, I'm like, this is a passion piece. This is a piece that all these people wanted to be a part of and thought was important for the culture. Mm -hmm. So they came together and they all sliced their quota in thirds or in fourths to make sure that this movie happened. Okay. This movie is, on the face of it, about two astronomers, right? Leo, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is like a PhD student at Michigan State. And... One night, very beginning of the movie, they're looking up at the, in the sky into the cosmos and they notice that a comet is flying and they're real happy about it. They're like, oh shit, like we found a comet. Like that's really cool. You know, they're nerds about it. So I'm certain it's all really interesting to them. Mm-hmm. So, like me figuring out some new words. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, like I had a, actually, I actually have one of those things today, like a, a new way of, uh, understanding something. I've, I've articulated something to myself the first way, and I was super excited about it when I did it. Okay, So, they then realized, soon after, after running this, this set of uh, tests, like 50 times, that this comet is coming for Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's what they call a planet killer. Oh, damn. Yeah, it ain't just gonna land somewhere far Dude, away that's, from... That a planet killer it's
1: going to this, yeah, this, is, this a,
0: is extinction level this, comet. this is a
1: thanos comet
0: exactly except it ain't just gonna be no snap and some have yeah. some people just slowly dissolve right it's gonna hurt yeah. for a second yeah right these scientists go out and they try to tell the world in various platforms various ways Problem is, and again, this is still no spoiler. This is still all in the description. Mm. The problem is, no one really gives a shit.
1: (laughs) I've seen like bits and pieces when they're doing like the interview with uh, Tyler Perry, Mm -hmm. and they're they're just like they're telling him, and he's like,
3: "Oh, oh wow!" Like they're
1: they're news
0: anchors, (laughs) so they're just trying to keep it real light and light and funny and stuff like that. And like Leo's looking around, like, like did you just hear what I said? Are you guys understanding what I'm I'm saying? (laughs) I said, well, we're going to die, <laughs> right? But they're trying to make jokes out of it and keep it light. And another thing about, about this thing, which is funny, is that, well, they, what they do beautifully in this is they shed light on the absurdities of human beings. Mm-hmm.
3: Before we clicked
0: on this movie, by the way, there was another one at the top. Anyone that's on Netflix, go ahead. What? Oh, it's on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Anyone that's on Netflix that's will see... Ask. That there's something else that, you know, says it's top 10 in the U.S. Most of them should be, some of them should be sucking. But top 10 in the U.S. That's called The Death of 2021. And it's what's Mm -hmm. called a mockumentary. Okay. Skip past that, went down to Don't Look Up. I felt like, it was the very first time I'd seen the word mockumentary. I felt like this film, Don't Look Up, was a perfect mock you film. Mm -hmm. Or parody or, you know, uh, satire, I guess you would call it. But it was it was so in, it was so rich with truth mm-hmm. and comedy. Mm-hmm. But like we, you were laughing for real. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Okay. Like Jonah Hill and Edgewood is like the way that they do scenes is hilarious. Okay, but it's so well done that it's so and Leo actually has a a, a line in the movie. that says something along the lines of this, but it is so. Just terrifyingly beautiful. It's so beautiful and terrifying at the same time because of how true and well done it is. Okay. Now, it's been so long since I watched a film and in the first 30 or so minutes, I thought I might have to turn this off or roll over and go to sleep because I'm getting upset. This movie is pissing me off. (laughs) And I thought for a second I was going to not watch the movie for a, a split second. And then I thought, no, Earl, that's what this is supposed to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If art, as far
1: as I'm concerned, is supposed to make you feel something. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's, you know, obviously I haven't seen it yet, but it seems like it's highlighting a lot of ignorance. A lot of, there's probably a lot of ignorance is bliss ass niggas in there. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And,
0: I mean, it's triggering if you if you're really thinking about these things and it and and you don't even have to be a huge proponent of global warming. But I know that people that are or scientists are just looking at this and they're just being pissed off because it's the it's the parallel. Mm -hmm. It's exactly it's like you have these scientists coming to you trying to tell you what all these studies are that they study their whole life, Mm -hmm. what they're telling you. And you're just like, no, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. You're wrong. No. I know that it was 70 degrees on Christmas. I don't care. What does that mean? I know it was never like that before. I, what does that mean? That, that, you know what I mean? Like, so it it just you these people are trying to come tell them about the comet and people are just like, nah, I don't really believe it. Like that's it, whatever. Like, what are you talking about? And there's like, you guys see like, are you serious? Like we have six months. We have se- are you serious? <laughs> And, and they touch on everything. They touch on the political divide and how politicians just take something and use it to divide. That's where the don't look up comes Because you have certain people saying, look up, you can see what they're this, what this talking about. And then you have this other political party that chants, don't look up, don't look up. And they wear these little hats. That say don't look up on them, oh, and you see this political divide so amongst clever. amongst people. That is so clever. And it's like don't look up, don't look up, and you have, you know, stars on each side. You have superstars like R and B singers or pop stars over here for the scientists you know, making songs about look up, you know, blah blah blah. And you see the divide amongst people. You see that you see that there are people that believe we need to do what the scientists are telling us. People are like they're just using this to control
3: us, and then the people are just like, it's not. This is all just a hoax. It's all just bullshit. And and it just it just and then you have like these celebrities that people really give a fuck
0: about. Like mm-hmm. they go on the news channel and they're talking about these things, and no one gives a fuck. And then like Ariana Grande, who the pop star that she's playing, comes on. And the, the ratings shoot through the roof with whatever it is she's talking about with her relationship, mm-hmm. and everyone gives a fuck about that mm-hmm. and you're just looking at it. I'm like, this is too well done, yeah, this is too- if anybody watches this movie and just comes away just thinking that this was a movie, and it doesn't make them think about the way that they interact with the world or the way that we as a whole interact with truth mm-hmm. and meaning and the conversations that we are to hold with one another mm-hmm. then. Then you lost, yeah, then you you lost, and it, that's just gonna be that okay, so then I watch so then at the end of the night, I watched that film, okay, right so now that this just compounds on top of everything that yeah. I've already been feeling yeah, and I'm thinking about the conversations, and I'm I am observing keenly the types of conversations that are taking place amongst the people that I am with that are quote, unquote, bonding and spending, quote, unquote, quality time with one another. Mm -hmm. Maybe everyone has different definitions for what that is. That's fine. But what I can tell you is that there there are truly finite things that we as human beings care about. I'm not just saying the things that Earl cares about. There are actual things that can be tracked. That human beings across all cultures and ages and
3: ethnicities and walks of life care about health, Mm -hmm. relationships, hobbies, passions,
0: love. These are things that people truly care about, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you're just not talking about those things, there is a lot that is not happening. And you're not asking questions. There's a lot that's not happening. Now, let's get into this this ar, uh, this articulation that I came up with for this thing. Okay. Because I have a friend that wants to speak to another friend. And maybe there's some more people listening that want to do this. There's a, there's a friend of mine that wants to speak to another friend and tell them, I've gotten to a point in life where I'm just looking for something a bit more substantial in my time with people. Mm-hmm. And when we hang out, you never ask me questions about myself. Mm-hmm. You come to me and you word vomit for however long we're together. And you never ask me about me. And even when you do, it sounds kind of superficial. Like, well, and, and tell me what's going on with you. Like, Whenever you get done with your spiel. Mm-hmm. And then when I, if I do have a chance to say some things, there are no follow-up questions to it. And this person was asking me, this friend of mine was asking me, Earl, how can I possibly go to someone that I care for and tell them that I'm looking for something more substantial, more rooted in my interactions with humans these days without sounding like a pretentious asshole? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know what? I may not be so good at that, but I'm going to try to help you anyway. (laughs) <laughs> because I don't know how people interpret these words on this podcast, and they may think that I'm a pretentious asshole, but I'm going to try regardless. So I started thinking. I wanted to try to put down on paper. I have a new journal, too. Nice. I wanted to put down that like on- Was a Christmas gift? It was. Nice. Always a Christmas gift. Every, every Christmas, they just, they just give me a new journal. They just want me to put these thoughts down somewhere. They're like, listen, don't come talk to us, nigga, but go write them down somewhere. <laughs> Don't say a fucking thing to us, but you go, but you go jot these, you go jot these thoughts down somewhere. <laughs> you go have fun in, in, in the solitude of your own home. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! You go talk to Keon about some shit. <laughs> oh, shout out to the hooks family. Shout, shout out. out to the for hooks. sure. Yeah. Shout out to the hooks family for sure, for sure. Uh, in a real way, shout out to them. good, good, good people, really good people. And so I wanted to put down the elements of what I find to be an engaging conversation mm-hmm. so that people can say, they can find a real articulate way to say, these are some of the things that I'm looking for. And this is why I'm looking for them in conversation with other people. Mm-hmm. So I've talked to you about active listening and how important that is to be able to have valid responses to what someone says or valid inquiries to things that people are saying. There have been times when I have gotten on you because I felt like you were not asking me questions and you did not understand what I was saying and you were just letting it go. Mm -hmm. That is perfect for this. This person, my friend, was like, I just want to, I just want the the message to get through to them. And I don't want them to think this, that, or the third of me that I'm being impulsive or that I'm being again, snobbish or I'm being whatever the case is. I said, listen, you have to relax. This is something I've, I've been learning and I am still learning on newer and more nuanced, profound levels every day. Mm -hmm. I think that as a communicator, you got a few jobs. Job number one when you're going to communicate with somebody, you need to try your very best to be as honest as you possibly can.
3: Honesty. Job number one. We're going to call that the green light. That's green light number one. Okay. Green light number two.
0: You need to try your very best to have the best, the highest degree of precision of speech. That you can muster at that time. Mm -hmm. Think about what you want to say. As you're saying it. If it's not what you want to say. Clean it up. Figure it out. But the best you can do. You don't want to just try to get the gist. Of what you want to say. Try your best to have precision
3: with your words. I often struggle with that. Something you have to put effort towards. Yeah. Number three. You. Ask questions. You come away with something. Mm. What they
0: do is their business, but you need to be honest, have the best precision of speech that you can muster. And ask questions so that you can come away with a better understanding of what took place, what was in front of you, what occurred around you.
1: I think I think those
0: words qualify as bars. Thank you, sir. Mars. Those are your three green lights. There is a fourth light that can be lit. That fourth light is the other person understanding you. That's not necessarily up to you. Why? Because as far as I'm concerned, the only way that that green light, that fourth green light can be emitted, it can be lit, is if the interlocutor, your conversational partner at the time or partners also have their three lights lit as well. Only then does the fourth light light for
1: everyone involved. Let me ask you something. Did you read this somewhere or did you make this up?
0: I thought about this. I I, I talked about these things and I wanted to find out so that I didn't just keep saying, I want something rooted. I want something substantial. I want something because certain people may come to you and think that you that I'm certain that there are people that listen to this podcast and think that when I talk about engaging conversation that I'm talking about, I just need to talk about the meaning of life and the cosmos and, and just everything deep all the time. Right. And that's not what I'm trying to say. And, I, and if for anyone that feels this way, that they're trying to find something a little bit more uh, fruitful of a, of a conversation or an interaction with someone, engagement with someone, if they want to go have this conversation with someone, I would like for them to be able to have some tools, some reference points, some things to be able to say that make sense, right, that aren't so vague. And have the other person look at you like, hey, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. Like I, like, I really don't know what you want me to be or how you want me to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, so, here, so here we are. So we have these green lights. Be honest. As honest as you can possibly be. Precision of speech. Ask questions. Get something out of it. This is why the asking questions part
3: is coming up here. This is what I was able to come up with with all my thinking. In all the conversations that you've seen take place, how often do you truly
0: see people asking critical, engaging questions out of someone? Like really trying to inquire about what's in between the lines of what someone is saying? Doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. So let me tell you what is happening. I'm hoping that for someone listening to this, this flips a switch because it happened in my mind and the person I told. We were
3: having an oh, fuck moment. If you're in constant correspondence with
0: people around you, and people are not asking questions, there's a very, very big problem that's happening. Okay. The reason I brought up don't look up first is because... <clears throat> there is a very linear parallel, which is global warming versus the comet. And also just the comet in of itself, because then that's when Mikey sent me the stuff on the two guys, the Randolph Walker and I think something Carlson or whatever that were ones an author, another one is an author and a geometrician and master builder and architectural designer and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff. You look it up in Joe Rogan, you'll find it, Mm -hmm. right? Great conversation. It was like in the, episodes of 800s for for him. And they're actually talking about meteors and all the different scars that are on the planet and how there is no reason to believe that we're not going to continue to be hit by stuff so we need a real planetary defense system Mm -hmm. and they've put a lot of work into shedding light on that and getting stuff together for that. Mm -hmm. There's a real planetary defense system by the way. And so there's a linear in that. Okay. Comets, comets. Comets, and then also just global warming and all that sort of stuff. I am more so thinking with the amalgam of all this stuff that I've been experiencing with people in conversation through the holidays, with my family, through the movie. I'm thinking about how we're just distracted constantly. Oh, yeah, definitely. How we're just constantly not worried about things that ought matter to us. It doesn't have to be what's what's flying around out in outer space. Right. It could be things here, but things that still we just we just matter truly to all of us. But we just decide to not share with one another or talk about or focus on. We're focused on. If Drake and Kanye are beefing, (laughs) oh, shit, the niggas got back together. They're going to drop an album. it's going to be crazy. Oh, did Drake actually fuck him? Did he fuck him, Kardashian? Do we know? Do we know? I don't know. Kind of on if you if you dissect this song, it seemed like he might have. Right. And that's what we that's what people be focused on. And it, it's just insane to me. Mm-hmm. Right? This is again me having one of these surreal moments of feeling as though I'm looking in the past. Like, wow, look at what human beings gave a fuck about. Look at what we actually allow to be our focus. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. This is what we care about. That's so interesting. Cause I'm hoping at some point in time, if we live long enough. That won't be a thing. Mm-hmm. Human beings will have evolved
3: out of looking at other human beings as though they're gods. Right. Okay? Now, listening. Asking questions. The teacher always told you, no dumb questions. No
0: dumb questions. You got a question? Raise your hand. Ask. Because if you don't, guess what? I have no idea what you think you know. Yeah. I've no idea what you know, what you don't know, what you're struggling with. I don't know. Extrapolate, bring that into real life. Some things in school, they're applicable. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? So was the whole thing that I talked about when it comes to problem solving and finding distractions. Mary spent $5 on a pepperoni pizza, $6 on a $3 on a cheese pizza, $1.50 on a soda. on breadsticks for some reason. Mm -hmm. How much money was spent on pizza? Right. There are clearly things in that problem that you don't need. There's clearly information in that, that you don't need for the question at hand. Right. Applicable in real life. We need to find out what the real distractions are and get rid of those things and focus on what is important. What is truly ahead of us? What, what can heighten the quality of our lives today. Mm -hmm. Right now it can that shit can happen for us. You can go to sleep a better person today. You can go to sleep a happier, more content person today. Yep. Right? There are things that we can actually achieve to make that a reality Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. But instead, let me scroll. Let me just scroll. Let me scroll and see what the fuck they doing. Let me make fun of some people. Mm -hmm. Let me let me focus on Let me focus on
3: whatever bullshit whoever's talking about. Let me focus on something negative. Let me just focus on this instead. Distraction. Asking questions. You are communicating
0: one of two things if you're not asking questions, as far as I'm concerned. If you're having a conversation
3: with someone and one or both people are not asking questions, you're communicating I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about or I understand everything that you're saying to
0: every degree that could, it could possibly concern me. Yeah. One, if you're having conversation and you don't, if you truly don't give a fuck about what the other person's talking about, then there's no reason y'all even need to be talking. (laughs) True. Two, You don't understand everything that someone is saying to you all the time. Never. On every level that could possibly concern you. Right. You don't. Right. Just take that as a a cardinal rule. Like, as a rule of thumb, you do not understand. Just assume that you don't and ask some questions about what's going on if you truly care. Right. The issue is, what if you just don't care? And I think that We are inhabiting a world of people that don't give a fuck about what other people truly have to say about things. Right. Not
1: unless it benefits them.
0: Right. Narcissism. (laughs) I think that people are using people to just say things to. I don't really care about your reaction. I don't really care about your response. I don't really care about what 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 you think or how you're interacting with it. I don't care about the interplay Mm -hmm. of this. I want to say words. And so people talk over one another. Both people are just talking. I see it happen all the time. They're just talking over one another and no one's hearing what the other one has to say, Mm -hmm. which is insane to me. Mm -hmm. People aren't asking questions. So it's either, again, I don't give a fuck or I understand everything that you're saying on every level. Mm -hmm which is a lie, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fallacy. Extremely that is
1: extremely
0: rare. That is, that is false, exactly. So there ought to just be questions if you're having an engaging conversation. So that is paramount in an engrossing, fruitful conversation. Mm-hmm. And so when I say that people can have their own ways of looking at quality time, we're trying to spend time around each other to bond and all that. Like that's, that's, that's good and well, but I still have my questions. I still have my doubts Mm -hmm. about what is really taking place. And if you're just placing a bunch of money in front of us and a bunch of nice things around us as a
3: placeholder for something realer, Mm -hmm. something more rooted, something more
0: substantial, Mm -hmm. something that could help us heal together if you gave it a chance, a shot. And so those are my thoughts on that. I am grateful to everyone in my family and everything that they do in every way that they know how to show love.
1: And, and that's what I have to say on that. I think your family knows you well enough to know that it's, you know, this is just the way that you feel and it's not coming from some malicious some malicious area. So
0: I, I would I would truly, truly hope so. You know, to be honest, and 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 this person listens to this podcast and they'll 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 hear this too, because they'll they'll know who they are. <clears throat> you know, this is a weird thing. I referenced J. Cole a whole lot on this on this podcast. <laughs> yes. But there was there was this interview that he had with Angie Martinez and she brought up Young Thug to him. and he, I guess that year he was bringing him out. It was for the KOD album. I think he was bringing
1: Young Thug on tour with him. Yeah, I think Young Thug like helped with the production or something. That would make or a lot of sense. With uh, that maybe that album or they had been working together recently or something like that. That
0: would make a lot of sense. J. Cole sees him as a genius. He's like, if you know anything about melodies and pockets, if you know anything about that, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. It may... Most you know, the layman's people may not know, lay people may not know, but his his understanding for melodies and cadences and rhythm and fitting them in certain pockets of instrumentals is amazing. It's immaculate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I believe Andrew Martinez said, Eric, had remarked on it being something surprising for J. Cole to go on tour with a young thug. And how there may have been some sort of perception that J Cole would see himself as above a lot of other rappers in that he is a very conscious rapper Mm -hmm. that likes to speak about things that matter, that touch people's hearts. And he's not about the ass shaking and the drinking and the drugs and this and that. And he was like, yo, if that's the perception I have unknowingly put out into the universe, I am sorry because that is not how I feel. And, you know, I talked to you about that dream that I had about Steve Harvey coming into the food court and everybody looking up at him like, oh, my God, it's Steve, it's Steve, it's Steve. And this whole idea of just, you know, celebrity fetish and all this sort of stuff. And it's so funny, even Mo came on here and talked about how he felt as though if he met Drake, there's no way there's anything Drake could do that would surprise him.
2: Damn. He
0: feels like he knows Drake on, on such an intimate level that he, he, he knows him mm. like a friend, right? And I'm thinking, bro, not just specifically with Mo in that situation, but I'm just thinking, we don't know we don't. these
1: people. We do not know these people.
0: We listen to some songs of theirs, some three to four minute songs, some two in this day and age, some two to four minute songs of theirs throughout time. And that those compilations of songs cannot be a proper representation of
1: the entity that is this person. Yeah, because you don't even know. Like, I mean, there's a lot of truths in those songs, but. You don't know what- What is any, fabricated? Yeah, exactly.
0: None of that. Yeah. You don't know how they're acting off camera, how they're treating people close to them. Yeah. Like you don't
1: know. Like, I often think about how there's so many artists out there that you know I really like to listen to, but how a lot of these niggas are probably just clown ass niggas. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> there, a lot of these niggas are whack. They make good music, but they're not necessarily great people. And they, I, like, There's probably a ton of people that I could get with and be like, damn, I probably- this is not a nigga I would hang around.
0: Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. you have to be able to look at people and differentiate between these sorts of things, which I know is very difficult for people to do. There's some, there are a bunch of J Cole bars that that I I be coming at, like I judge him for. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just certain things he says just in his latest album that I'm just like, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's talking about, uh, you know, me and my boys. We used to pick them out any, mini, money, mo. You know, and then, you know, scoop up a dime piece or scoop up a dime piece or whatever and then send them back pigeon toed. And I'm thinking I would I could never bring myself to say aloud how ravenously (laughs) I was having sex with someone (laughs) and what I did to them. Right. Like how how I harmed them in such a way that now they walk at home pigeon toe like that would never come out of my mouth right I see that as kind of like crass and base uh-huh. and I'm like J Cole like you I think you might be better than that but maybe you're not right maybe this idea of who I have of you is false and I'm certain it is because I don't know you right I just know these songs that you put out right he has another one where he uh he says I put my I put my tongue up in my bitch he get the hollering and I'm like, J. Cole, this is the mother of your children. <laughs> why are you calling her a bitch Right. and talking about how you stick your tongue in
1: her pussy? <laughs> why, why, why Why is this a thing? Yeah, some things just, you feel like they need to remain behind closed doors. And
0: yeah, but even like, you know, Kanye and Jay-Z
1: had that song, That's My Bitch. Mm-hmm.
0: And we know who the people are. It's, it's Kim Kardashian at the time. And Beyonce knows. Yeah. And I'm thinking, so at the crib, is this okay? Like, Beyonce, like, I don't know what understanding they have. And that can be healthy between themselves. I don't know what they have. I, I just, I wouldn't be on my album calling my queen.
3: A, That's my bitch.
0: Right. Get another dog. That's my bitch. It's, it was the end of Jay-Z's verse, I believe. Mm-hmm. Get another dog. That's my bitch. Yep. Bro, we have to evolve. <laughs> we we have to evolve. That can't be cool. We can't keep trying to rock with that. Mm. We got to let some of these things go, bro. We got to evolve together. So I think that may be a little bit, a little bit mm-hmm. of what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. If I am to have these lenses in which I'm seeing, I'm seeing this surrealism of looking into the past. Yeah. Then there's something I think I ought to do with that is maybe come on this podcast and talk about it a little bit, which is why I have to, no matter how people are going to interpret these words and how I'm, my, I'm going to be perceived. Now, speaking about perception, again, someone came to me, Keon, and they wanted to talk to me about something that they had heard about on the podcast and how it resonated with something going on in their life that was quite deep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, I'm just like, hi, because I'm just like, yo, that's so dope like that you would come to me. With this information, because it directly correlated with something you heard about on the pod and you felt like it would be it would be cool to share this. Like, that's so that's so awesome. That it, is awesome. Because it, it truly it was something deep with that person's family. And it meant something. And I was like, yo, thank you. Thank you for coming to me with this. Yep. This is a gift to me. Mm-hmm. I don't take this for granted. I would love to have a sit down conversation with you. I might have them on a pod if they would do it. But I would love to have a sit-down, one-on-one conversation with you. We've had group hangouts. My understanding is, through my acute observation, is that people hang out quite differently when the dynamic is a group setting versus when you're just sitting down with me.
2: Yeah, of course. It's
0: just going to be different. So I would love to have a one-on-one hangout with you.
3: You know what this person said? He said, you want to talk to me? Oh, my goodness. Like. Out of all people, like you want to come
0: have a conversation, like a one-on-one conversation with me. And why is that so surprising? Why like, <laughs> like why that's what I'm trying to tell you is that it don't have to be super stardom. Yeah. But whatever's going through these microphones, there's there's a perception that I am unknowingly putting out. Mm-hmm. Same as J. Cole is like, bro, like I think Young Thug's amazing. They're probably a bunch of artists that y'all think that I don't fuck with because they don't rap about the same stuff I rap about, but I think that they're amazing artists. Mm-hmm. I, 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 can't, I, I can't say any more clearly than people listening to me on this podcast. I, I, I'm not difficult to talk to. I don't ha- We don't have to talk about the meaning of life. That's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. I've talked to you about, I've now listed what I'm looking for in conversation. Honesty, an attempt at precision of speech, question asking. After that, we, we're both going to be in sync. That fourth light of understanding between us is going to open up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be something beautiful that happens because you don't normally get that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm asking for. I can now articulate exactly what I'm asking for. This is my exploration. This is my discovery. Mm-hmm. Like the comet in the sky, this is my discovery. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what it is, and this is what it is. I, when I say on the end of some of these pods, I love you guys, I think people think I'm fucking around. I'm not. <laughs> what that means
1: is that through all I think that's taken very lightly because you don't even know. them.
0: Because I don't know them. All right. Well, let me well, let me tell you what it means, because I I understand exactly how thorough I have to be about the things that I say on here. or If they come across as vague, flippant, whimsical fucking things. And that's not me. I live life deliberately. Yeah. Everybody
1: thinks that, you know. Everybody thinks that statements like that are just all very general. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like they don't really show any meaning. You're just saying it to say it because it sounds good.
0: See, I can't be confused with people that live like that. <laughs> I
1: don't say things to say them. I don't
0: talk for speaking sake. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. That's not what I'm about. When I say I love you guys, what I'm saying is that throughout all the research and through all the meditation and all the yoga and all the existential excavation that I've done through my life, all the psychedelic trips, I have felt ever-flowing, immense surges of love. I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to look at someone, not know who they are, and feel as though you are them and they are you. Mm -hmm. There is, again, your ego breaks down in those psychedelic moments and everything that you ever, all those in inhibitions all those barriers all those layers to who we were that we put on all the costumes and the masquerading that we do as these types of people that we play these actors and actresses that we play on this planet all that shit fades Mm -hmm. and it's just you and another soul Mm -hmm. it's like i see exactly who you are now i even did with the last person i tripped with in the middle of it we were looking at each other and have a conversation and i said and they had known me for probably a year at that point, and I said, It's nice to meet you. <laughs> I looked at them and said, It's finally nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. And they were like, It's nice to meet you too. <laughs> like it's it's finally just us. Right. All that other shit is gone. There is no facade. There is none of those layers. There is no black person, no white person, no left, right, there are no beliefs. It's just two not, not touch souls. Exactly. Don't fuck around, and have sex with somebody almost you know, like it does. You, you, <laughs> you fuck around, flow off into the cosmos to like, <laughs> get like What? That's crazy. So what I mean is I know what it is to love people. Mm-hmm. At the end of, at the end of, I'm going off. I know I am. I know. At the end of the movie her, which I recommend to everyone, is starring Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson was the operating system. You only ever hear her voice. Her. Yeah, it's futuristic. And at this point in time, people are dating their operating systems. I'm, I'm thinking of, like,
1: ex-Machina, but that's not uh, the no, same no, thing. No. It's, like dating, mm-hmm. it's
0: like dating Siri or Alexa. Okay. Like, they, like these, these algorithms, these AIs learn so much about you in such a small time. Like, they, they would know more about you than anyone you've ever spent any time with on the planet ever. Mm-hmm. Like, in a matter of, like, a minute or mm-hmm. a day. And at the end of the movie... This guy, he, he's this human. He is asking her. He's like, do you love me? And she's like, yes, yes, I do. And he's like, do you love anyone else? And she's like, yes. And he's like, how many people do you love? And she gave some number that's unfathomable to human beings. <laughs> right. It's just like, I love like, I don't know, like 60 millions, seven hundred thousands, Like, it's just something wild. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you love me and you love that? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. You can't love me. Like, you, you, you. and she's just like, your brain isn't evolved enough to be able to understand this yet. Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't understand. You think that you can only love one person mm-hmm. dearly or truly. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. You are the only you on this
3: planet. And I'm the only me. And the love that I have for you cannot be replicated. Mm.
0: That is its own specific thing. You may not be able to understand that, but it is its own thing. This next person, they have the respect for me. And I have the vision to acknowledge and understand that they are their own entity. And with that person, I have my own love for them. That cannot be replicated mm-hmm. And I just happen to have that 60 million other ways. <laughs> right? Yeah, so it opens your idea to pe- the way that people love and connect to one another. We have to evolve and understand that people aren't meant to just be shackled to one person, not to say that I don't believe in, in monogamy per se, or, or just a social monogamy, mm-hmm. I should say. But you should just understand. That more evolved beings, right, that think about things and feel things on a deeper level, mm. have opened up their capacity to feel towards other human beings, even mm. other other human beings, that they don't spend every day with, or they that may not necessarily even know. But when I say "I love you guys," I love human beings. As absurd and distracted and as stupid as we can be, I love people. I want the best for them. And if I can help facilitate the best for them without it destroying what I have for myself, because then I'm helping no one, Mm -hmm. then I will do that. I love people. I care for them. When I'm with people, that moment I'm sharing with them. Like, they're getting all of me. Yeah. And, we can, and I can have a super, super deep moment with this person, like the person that I said was asking me why I'd want to be interested to talk to them one-on-one. I can have that moment with them, and that moment
1: be as valuable as 20 moments that they're going to have with the next person. Man, that person was really in a state of mind where they were just like, oh, nobody gives a shit about what I have to say.
0: or Or- Earl, the things that you talk about and the way you talk about them, I don't think that you would be interested in me. Right. And that just couldn't be further from the truth. Everybody, I have interest in everyone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot of the gift that I have mm-hmm. is that I'm truly, genuinely interested in everyone.
3: Right. Period. Even if they're not interested in themselves.
1: Yeah. A lot of people aren't.
3: They're not.
0: So, I've ranted and raved <laughs> and, you know, going on but this tangent. I felt like it was needed. I clearly needed this shit. I feel great good, right now.
1: Good. I mean, that's what this podcast has become, man. Like, woo, we come on woo. here. We come up here. We vent, some, you know, niggas and cried. We've, we've <laughs> just, we've, yeah. we've had misunderstandings. We've had understandings. We That's what it's for. We, we've learned
0: a ton about each hell other. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A ton about each other. Um,
1: hold on, let me see where we. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: man okay. We can do
1: whatever so, it is you want to do um, at this point. Dog, I had a serious, like almost okay. mental breakdown yesterday. Okay, all right, hold on, <laughs> <You're a> nigga. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> no. Jeez, Louise, man, this part is getting deep. Yeah. What no. the hell? I... He
1: just said that shit like it was nothing. No. I just... He's like, "What? Yeah, it is what it is." Well, I, well. I guess maybe I said it like it was nothing because it kind of was nothing and it was resolved. Yes. Okay. Okay. And and I'm glad you said that because I often have these situations, these different kinds of hardships where I tend to overreact and my mind just starts racing and I'm always thinking of the worst possible thing that can happen. And so, and I also promised the people that were listening to this that I was going to be a little more transparent. So, I'm going to introduce a factor of my life that no one's ever heard me talk about before. I mean, not them, but you have. Um, so, last May, my son, Jacory, that I often speak of, was diagnosed with diabetes, type 1 diabetes. And so, when he, uh,
0: when he comes which, up- Which, by the way, caveat, yeah, I, again, I'm going to exhibit things that I'm talking about. What is type one exactly? Is that genetics? Type one. Is that, is that what that well, means?
1: Well, type one often happens in kids. It's like, ju- it's AKA juvenile diabetes, juvenile diabetes um, where, you know, they, it can, it's generally like a genetic type of thing. Some kids, I want to say, I'm not an endocrinologist, so please do not quote me. I want to say some kids just kind of get it as they go through puberty or as their bodies begin to change. their um The pancreas doesn't make quite enough insulin uh, to support the body, every time that we eat food and digest it, you know our blood sugar rises. Our blood sugar is often, you know, our our pancreas uh, helps to maintain it. God, I'm trying to make sure that I'm saying things that sound right here. Yeah. Um, our pancreas helps to maintain that because it releases in, uh, insulin into our um blood into sp- our diet like the bloodstream or digestive system or okay, something like that. Okay. And um, but his pancreas doesn't really make it. Yes. He's gone through and, and interestingly enough This happened just as COVID Started to kick off So I'm wondering like If maybe he got sick And then the whole puberty thing That he's going through Because he's 11 All that combined Just kind of did something to his body And made it You know Just got it to the point where he It stopped making in, His pancreas stopped making insulin But um, So yeah Type 1 is normal in kids Type 2 is something that Happens later on, most times, happens later on in life where, you know, people are just like obese or, you know, they're just, you know, larger individuals. Um, And they basically just uh, those people can actually get rid of it if they just eat healthy and, you know, do a lot of physical activity, lose some weight. You can actually get rid of it. Jacory cannot. It's going to be with him for the rest of his life. So he's been on a certain type of insulin thus far. Um, that you know, I've, me and his mother have gotten used to, or not even me and his mother. Everybody, anybody that he's in, he's in contact. My mom, uh, you know, Antoinette, everyone. And so, when you say you've gotten used to it, what exactly? Just does that the mean? dosages and the things like that, okay. as far as what he needs and yeah. how long it typically lasts and right. things like that. So they just started him on this new regiment. This um, different. Uh, it's it's you know like an EpiPen. Yeah, but it's not just like a one single use. He uses it every time, you know, you know, you're poking in his stomach or his thigh or the back of his arm. Anywhere you got a little, you know, a little fluff. Right. And uh, so he calls me yesterday very calmly, extremely calm. Dad. I'm out of insulin. And I'm just nigga. my mind started going nuts because if he doesn't get this insulin, he could very well die tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my mind is just going nuts.
2: And I'm just like, I'm
1: calling his mom. Like, yo, like, you ain't him up here with enough pens? Like, what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. But it's not her fault. He's using new pens. His dosages are a little higher. Uh, when you're first diagnosed, especially with kids, especially with him going through puberty and his body changing, him growing a bit more. You see how tall he's getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Him eating more. You know what I'm saying? He's got, he's, I guess he's starting to, To need a little bit more of it, so the dosages he's getting now are a little more than what we're used, what we're used to giving him. And so, like, you know, he's calling me, yeah, I don't, I'm out of insulin, yeah, whatever. And I'm just like Jacory, like, what are you talking about? Like, how did you go? You you brought two pens up here. How did you go through them so quickly? Like, I don't, like, I'm my mind is just blown because I don't. First of all, I don't, you know, I don't have, I don't just have extra pens lying around. Yeah. Because most of that stuff stays with him, with his mother. Mm. So I'm just thinking, like, what are we going to do? Am I going to have to drive to North Carolina right now? Right. And so, you know, I'm going outside. I'm talking to Antoinette on the phone. I'm talking to my boss, telling him I might have to leave. I'm talking to Ja'Cory's mom. Like, what in the hell is going on? Like, why didn't, you know, why, like, why, you know, why don't you send him up here with enough pens? But not really her fault. We've never used these pens before. They're brand new to us. And I'm just like, okay, Keon. Like, somehow we gotta calm down. Somehow we gotta calm down. Like, I'm over here, like on the brink of tears. Like, just like r- trying to wrap my mind around everything that must be done right now in order to save my kid's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is a lot. Yeah, a lot. So, um, you know, I uh, I call his doctor. Um, she's an endocrinologist. Shit, uh, nigga,
0: I'm not picking. The- Denzel from the Equalizer, Liam Neeson, Jason Bourne, or John Wick. Nigga, I'm picking you. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I'm. I'm
1: you, John. you come save me, Keon. <laughs> 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 nigga, over here looking like John Q. <laughs> that's, that's who I need. There was supposed to be a fifth option there, Keon <laughs> Harris, nigga. <laughs> uh, um. so yeah I'm just like man, I'm going nuts like I can't believe this is happening am I going to have to leave right now to drive to Greensboro to go get him some pens because he needs the pens you know what I'm saying like he literally will not survive without the pens and it's just like how often are you ever in a life or death situation you ever been in a life or death situation I mean I wasn't in it but he is. And if it, it just feels the same to me. Nigga, I might as well have the diabetes. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I get on the phone with Antoinette and everything, and she's all, all I right, can like, look, 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 look. This is this is this is something you you know, it is what it is. This is it's 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 hard. It's extremely inconvenient. But if we need to go down there, then that's what we gotta do. Yeah, very yeah. <laughs> And I mean, yeah. ultimately, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But I'm just like, but God
0: damn, like this is this is crazy. That's that's, like, that's when life gets real. Yeah, it's it was like, very like, real. Oh, all this other shit doesn't seem to matter so much. Anymore. Yeah,
1: I can drop everything. Yeah. I will leave this place and close this facility down. Fuck this I have place. to <laughs>
0: fuck it. Th- not even that, but fuck
1: this. place. Right. Yeah, right um and it was just so funny to me because like he calls me like hey yeah I'm, I'm out of insulin like you don't realize what you just said to me well i you know that is a
0: question that I, i've actually been wanting to i mean i wasn't gonna do it on the pod because you just now divulged this information on the yeah. pod but i've been meaning to talk to you about this regardless is i i don't think that
1: he
0: i mean what why, if you, why if do you, you think that he knows exactly the gravitas of this situation
1: He's told me literally before, like we've had conversations, like the conversation you're trying to have with me right now, we've mm-hmm. had those conversations. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can die. He know, like he knows that, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if maybe he feels the same way that I do about it.
0: Yeah. Like, not
1: to say that he doesn't care if he dies, but yeah, how old is just he? 11, 12 next month. So he's going into sixth grade. No, he's, he's, in, he's in sixth, sixth grade, grade right, right now. now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm just like, you know, I don't know if he feels the exact same way. That I feel about it right now because no. I'm thinking about this like, you're insane for being in this calm.
0: A sixth grader is not assessing the situation <laughs> for what it is. It's he's just not. I remember what it was like to be six. You know or in sixth grade, I
1: mean. I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, you know, maybe he just thinks that, you know, dad'll get it done. Dad's gonna figure this out. Right. Like, you know, he's he's my dad. That's what he's gonna Everything do. Everything that I've
0: ever had needed. It's been brought to me. Yeah. It's been figured out. So yeah, we'll I, figure this, this out. This would be another one of those. Yeah, we'll figure this out.
1: But, you know, and then I get into this, you know, this this, this sad moment where I'm like, oh, well, if I got to take him down there, you know what I'm saying, then maybe I got to leave him down there. You know what I'm saying? Because because I'm have to, you know, come, he's going to have to go back home because he's on uh, winter break right now. So, I, you know, I'm just thinking just the logistics of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going all the way down there, he may as well stay home. Right. You know what I'm saying? because. Versus coming back and then having to go meet his mom again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it was a lot. But, all, you know, I'm getting all sad and shit. Like, oh, well, damn. Like, it's going right in the middle of Christmas break. Like, he ain't even been here that long. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I only get him in uh, the summertime, Christmas break, um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Those, that type of shit. Yeah. You know, spring break, blah, blah, blah. So that's the sad part of me. Like, oh, damn it. Like, gonna you know, we supposed to, we, I got tickets for us to see Spider-Man tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> nigga <laughs> listen somebody gonna have to wait bro i know i yeah, know yeah, i know yeah. i know and that's one of the points of me even explaining all this is just like there's a ton of hardships in life that we're going to run into but the way that we react to them is going to define the the, the mood of ourselves the mood of the people around us it's going to define how the rest of our day goes it's going to define maybe the rest of the week depending on the the, the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, you know, it, it took a lot of talking from, from uh, Antoinette to really make me just come to terms and just say, do what the fuck needs to be done. Stop bitching about it. Do what needs to be done. If you have to drive to North Carolina right now and get those pins, then that's what you're going to do. Is it convenient? Sure. Sure. Will this be the last time you're ever inconvenien? I'm sorry. Is, is it inconvenient? inconvenient? Is it inconvenient? Sure. sure. Will this be the last time you're ever inconvenienced in your life? No. Will this be the last hard thing that you ever have to do? No. Will, so, will this
0: be the hardest thing that you have to do? No. No. Not even
1: close. Ultimately... The problem is solved. The pins exist. Right. The insulin is there. You just have to take a little bit of a trip to go get it. Exactly. So, nigga, relax. What happens <laughs> when you run into those problems and there is
0: no solution?
1: Right. That, yeah. That's when it's time to start <laughs> that, that's, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> that's when you can freak the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. Probably
0: uh, still not advised, but understandable. Understandable. <laughs> understandable. Certainly, understandable. Un- certainly understandable. 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 Certainly understandable. Understandable. Because you still want to try to hold your best yeah. for the person, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause yeah.
1: Because yeah, yeah. then it's like, what? Well, then
0: they're like, what the fuck? You freaking out for? Right. And
1: then they start. Yeah, you don't right. want to do that. So luckily, I get on the phone with uh, his doctor. Wonderful woman, very nice, very understanding. She's trying to do everything she can to help me. Mm. Um. So. Because now one might ask, oh, why don't you know? She could just put in a prescription for up here. The type of insurance that uh, Jacory's mother has for him does not translate state to state. Um, So I'm like, okay, well he is on my insurance still, which is a requirement of my child support. (laughs) Child support awareness. Man, it is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to August, (laughs) Child Support Awareness Month. Um, it's a requirement for my child support that he be. uh, I have insurance for him. Yeah. So I do have insurance for him, and I'm thinking like, okay, like, can I can I just use mine? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, you know, it just depends on, you know, what's covered under yours. And I'm just like, okay, uh, I don't exactly, I've never run into this situation before. I don't know if this shit is covered or not. Maybe I should know that. And this is a learning situation because I now know what I need to do. Yes. So I go to the local Walgreens. I go in there, you know, just in a a rush, just in a frantic like, hey, do y'all have the shit I need? Like do you? I didn't. I didn't. That was not related. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you know the lady's at the computer. She doing her thing. I'm giving her a multiple. Like I'm, you know, on the phone with the doctor. She's giving me multiple types of insulin that he can use. So I'm like, yo, yeah, Novolog, the Humalog, the Admelog. Like these are all different types of, you know, um insulins or the pens. It's, mm-hmm. it's something like that. Okay. Um Sorry, I'm I'm not a hundred percent, but um. Nigga, she said, your insurance don't cover none of these. Ooh. So I'm just like, okay, so maybe I am making this trip. Right. Um, ultimately, the the insulin is still there. It's just in another state. And I need to go get it. So the problem is still solved, but I'm still just frantically thinking, frantically thinking, like, oh, this is stressful. This is very stressful. This is stressing me out. So she's like, she was like, okay, so, like, the cheapest one is going to be, like, $300 or so. dollars," And I'm just like, god damn. nigga, just got to drop $300 real quick. Yeah, hitting you over the
0: head like, in, nigga, a, in a life or death situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, nigga, how yeah. bad you want it?
1: Right. Exactly. How bad you want it? Is your son's life worth it? <clears throat> yes, it is. Because that's what they're asking you. <laughs> yeah. It'll be $300 to save your child's life. That's what Big Pharma is asking me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just like, okay. And then, so she looks at me, she's like, she did. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: just, I'm just coming up with just completely, uh, inappropriate jokes. Like you got 500 on the PS five. You got 300 on your son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a PS five.
1: <laughs> All right. <continue. laughs> um, so, you know, she could see that I'm kind of like a little nervous. I'm just, you got a lot going on. She's like, Hey, look. Let me. I got a little. I got a coupon. I can put in here. Let me see. Let me add this coupon in. Let me see if I can, you know, make something work for you. And I'm like, thanks. I mean, they goddamn like this. That helps. So I mean, it wasn't a lot taken off, but it, it helped. She got the shit down to like two fifty to yeah. like fifty bucks off. So I'm just like, as much as I don't want to give you this two fifty right now, I must. Y- yes, I give, must. Yeah, we're giving so you that money. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got the, I got the insulin. All is well. Um, I you know, the 250 was paid.
0: I should have told my family to save some of that fucking money from the hotel and <laughs> sent you to <the> 250. <laughs> Cause we could have paid for Jacori to be
1: saved about eight, nine times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean the moral of the story is it's like <clears throat> excuse me. I Nigga, mean, all this talking just me. Be- <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what podcasting's uh, about, buddy. Yeah, um, amateur. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this um, is
0: episode ninety-seven, by the way, of right. Any Last Words Pod. Right.
1: Um, but ultimately, I mean, the moral of the story is, is like, look, just you really have to relax and really assess the situation. the 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 res, the the, uh, the means to resolve it was always there. Yes, it was always there. Yeah, it it never it was never not there. Yep. Like I said, was it inconvenient? Yes. But it was always there. I mean, I didn't have to climb Mount Rushmore to get it. No. I just had to sit my ass in the car for several hours. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even have to end up doing that. So, no, no Mount Rushmore. No Mount Rushmore. You have to see
0: no white man's faces except for the people in the pharmacy.
1: Right. <laughs> and they were probably black. You know what? I was just about to say that. The woman that helped me was a sister. Yeah. She was a sister. Um, But yeah, man, just you, you got to stop, relax, assess the situation, realize what's in front of you. Take your time with it. Try not to freak out. And if the if, if freak out.
3: Yeah. If it, if
1: if the, if the if the you know, if the res, if the way to resolve the issue is there, just understand that no matter how inconvenient it might be. But um, yeah. So that happened yesterday, dog. I was tripping. That's crazy. I was like, that was Man, come on. Come on, dog. That's, that's too- so yeah that's, yeah, that's too crazy. I'm glad
0: that everybody is is where they ought to be and right. everything has been resolved and the freak
1: out is over. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, that's great. Yeah, because
1: uh, all, all I'm thinking about is, oh, if he don't get this shit, he might not be here tomorrow. I'm going to ask you some more questions off
0: air. Okay. Do you have some last words for the people? Or were those your last words? Those were uh, pretty good. Yeah, that, that'll be, yeah those were my last words. <laughs> my last words for the people. Can you guess what they are? I love you all. (laughs) Episode 97.
2: (laughs) Peace.